weird. Hello, Weird News Enthusiast, and welcome to Weird. This is the podcast that gives you all the news that you can use to blow a fuse, and it's all true. And my name's Aaron. And my name is Craig, and we are going to be your host through this strange news spectacular. And now, tonight's top story. Story. California man dies. Oh, this comes from uh, Jules Camerzel Clifton. This is Tony Clifton's sister. Did you like the new stinger? I did like that. Okay. How's it again? You want to hear it? Uh-huh. Story. That means this is really the top story. <laughs> That's how I felt about it. Yeah, it was really good. Well, just one more time. You want one more? Mm-hmm. Story. Uh huh. That was nice. Yeah. It comes from uh, Jules. You know Jules. Oh yeah. Our our crack reporter on the street. She's one of our uh, suppliers. Yeah. Which, she, that didn't sound right. You she, know what I meant. She's a news and she's a weird news enthusiast, and she's a super listener. Wow. She's pretty super. Yeah. Anyway, this comes from Fresno, California. A California man choked and died while competing in an amateur taco eating contest. Food should not be a competition. I agree with you 100%, especially a hard shelled taco. No. I mean, I love tacos. Yeah, but you're going to, if you're cramming them in one after the next. Yeah, I don't want to do that. No, if it's timed, it may be that. Uh, I love tacos. Maybe as much it's as a, not timed. Time. It may be just how much you can eat, no matter how long it takes. That That's be, all you can eat. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're going to come back no more. Did I, did I tell you that I, I went and tried the crystal all you can eat? Yeah, you did. No, you didn't tell our listeners. You oh. told me. Yeah, I did it once just to say I did it. Did you survive? Yeah. How many did you eat? Eight. That's not bad. I could have done more. Yeah. But I knew that I would also be lying in a corner crying for yeah. my mama. Yes. It I can. I, I think I've said before, maybe once a year, I can eat crystals. It was good. The whole setup's really bad, though. You've got to like keep going back to the counter, and they're real slow. And you gotta Yeah, that, they do that on wait purpose. Around. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Well, they're like that with no, without all you can eat. They're still slow. Yeah, well, that's true. It's not back oh, in the good. Story? It's not like in the good old days when we used to, you know, slop those burgers around. We'd get oh, it done man. on time. All, you talk about all you can eat when you're working back in the kitchen. It's <laughs> all you can eat, on, baby. Anyway, a California man choked and died while competing in an amateur taco eating contest. Official said Dana Andrew Hutchings, 41, told witnesses he hadn't eaten anything all day Tuesday in preparation for the contest, which took place between innings. At the uh, Fresno Grizzly minor league baseball game, Hutchings appeared to be winning the contest before he suddenly stopped eating, uh, said one witness, Eric Schmidt. Uh, Schmitty to his friends. Yeah, Schmitty. Yeah. Uh, that's when Hutchings apparently began to choke, said Tony Body with the uh, body, 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 or body, 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 probably with the Fresno County Sheriff's Beastie Boys. Body, 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 body. Back up, you creep. Get away from me. <laughs> that is now my button that I can push. That's terrible. Yeah, Craig, one of the new change. Oh, by the way, it's a new format night. Yeah, we're actually going to be interesting for a change. You think? Oh, I don't know. I doubt it. You can't prove that. Uh, Craig's got a soundboard, kind of. We're working out the kinks on it even as we speak. Yeah, it's kind of. Try one. Try button. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a classic. Yeah. All right, what about? Darn it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty yeah, good that's one. That's a good one. But one of my favorite ones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to work. So now we both have soundboards. I've still got the the themes and whatnot over here, but Craig's got his own soundboard where he can. Uh... Back up, you creep. <laughs> Get away from me. Yeah, it's awfully quiet because here's mine. Back up. Yeah, I don't know what's creep. up with that one. Yeah. 
So we're now going to compare how much better your Absolutely. soundboard is than mine. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's when Hutchings apparently began to choke, said Tony. Remember Tony Body? Body, 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 uh, body. With the Fresno County Sheriff's and Coroner's Office. Dang, that escalated quickly. I know. Uh, Fresno's, uh, Fresno Grizzlies medical staff rushed over, started to give him first aid, and then turned him over to American Ambulance. Here, you can. Uh, we don't know what to do with him. <laughs> You take him. <laughs> if that wouldn't have worked, they were going to call Mexican ambulance. I guess they were going to keep working their way through the different countries. He's dead. Um, the, well, the Canadian ones were going to take a while because they have to ride <laughs> oh, down. Oh, beauty, eh? <laughs> beauty. I, think, I think he's dead, eh? <laughs> um, Hutchings, hey, he's going to finish that beer. <laughs> he can have the rest of those tacos. <laughs> Craig, somebody's this, dead, I know somebody man. died. Hutchings died shortly after being rushed to a local hospital. We're not laughing about that. That's, no, no. That's not funny. That's It's terribly sad. An autopsy will be conducted on his body Thursday to determine the cause of death. It's unclear if uh, choking, which <clears throat> I'm about to do for some reason. I'm pretty sure that was the cause of death. Choking was the cause of death. You think somebody could give him the Heimlich? Well, uh, they tried that. Uh, they did try that, yeah. Um, There's video oh, of here's, the, here's another problem. It's unclear if the choking was caused by uh, the cause of the death, adding that Hutchings uh, was diabetic. So if you're diabetic, what do you what business do you have getting into an all you can eat? Yeah, eat? and he also didn't he said he didn't eat all day in order to yeah, prepare. See, his, you can't do this stuff like no, that as he, a diabetic. Uh so if you do that as a diabetic, you're gonna die a medic. <laughs> I'm I'm getting used to where my buttons are. <clears throat> it could take some time to determine Body told People Magazine. What's People Magazine? What are they? Yeah, what are they? Well, they're just as real news as anybody yeah. else nowadays. Except uh, us. This is all the news that you can use to blow if you Yeah, shoot. yeah. We will review Hutchings medical records and run toxicology tests, which is all standard. Well, of course it's all standard. That's that's what you do, isn't it? Yeah. The ballpark has been, uh, have been planning on hosting Major League Eating's World Taco Eating Championship on Saturday at the same time as the team's annual taco truck throwdown event Ooh, that sounds like that'd be really oh good. man hey back in the 80s when we were in high school kevin brown had a throwdown it's called kevin brown's throwdown really yes I remember kevin brown um oh what's the actor uh oh i can't remember his name right now not tom cruise kevin bacon uh, no no this guy shoot he's done a lot of commercials lately anyway he showed up what yeah dennis quaid no no a young guy he was in the he was kind of in the brat pack kind of and but but anywho, McCarthy? Kevin Kevin Brown's throwdown. It was it was was it Rob Lowe? Yeah, Rob Lowe. That's See, who it was. Because there's a story that's been circulating for years that when we were in high school, Rob Lowe pulled up out in front of our high school to pick a girl because he was in town. He was friends with the family. Very well, and he been. picked her up. He showed up at, at at Kevin Brown's throwdown, and I had left. So you, it was too wild for me. <laughs> So he really showed up. He really did. Yeah, he was at the throwdown. There, that's another. That's a story. There, we, Henderson, Hendersonville, Hendersonville, Tennessee. We got some stories. Yeah, there's a there's buddy. a there's a there's a legendary story of Eddie Van Halen coming into the Seven Eleven. Really? And you got to remember these stories. Hendersonville is right outside of Nashville. I bet he bought smokes. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> some more. Some more. Uh, of that tape for his guitar at Seven <laughs> yeah, Eleven of all yeah. places. Some electrical tape. Um, Hendersonville is right outside of Nashville, and it's the home of a lot of country, and has been the home, like Roy Orbison, who's not country, but... Uh, Taylor Big Deal Swift. Yeah, whatever. And yeah. Uh, She still lives there. Uh, and <laughs> and um, Johnny Cash is from Hendersonville. Yeah. So it's not really far-fetched to think that any star would end up in Hendersonville. No, no. Not at all. And so there's a, there's a story of that. And then there's another story, and I'm going to protect the... Uh, 
identity of one of them because he's still a local person. But there's a local celebrity, and this is the story that a local celebrity and Dee Snyder of Twisted Sister sat in front of the Domino's where I actually worked at one point and uh, got high in the car and ate pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I, I weirder things have happened. Anyway, oh yeah, back to our top story. Uh, Tuesday taco eating contest wasn't affiliated with Major League Eating. People Magazine reported Fresno Grizzlies officials uh, released the following statement on uh, on his death. We are devastated. I don't know how bears talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are devastated. That sounds to, like a bear. Hey, we're devastated to learn that the fan that received medical attention following an event at Tuesday's evening game has passed away. Mm, the Fresno Grizzlies extend our heartfelt prayers and condolences to the family of Mr. Hutchings. The safety and security of our fans is our highest priority. We will work closely with local authorities and provide any helpful information that is requested. Okay. That's how that's how the bears talk there. You, you made a comment earlier that food should not be a contest, and I wholeheartedly agree. Because food's meant to be enjoyed. We're given taste buds by our creator to enjoy food, which gives us nutrition, which could, you know lets us live our lives. Correct. Otherwise, why would we have Dairy Queen? Exactly. Well, I don't know about the nutrition. I don't know. Maybe it's got not milk in it. Maybe not bad. Yeah, it's got well, dairy. we had a band meeting last week at the old DQ. I've had to cut it out. Yeah, I think I need to as well. I, I've, I've. Uh, Where I've, are we going to meet then? Uh, there's maybe a kale bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying away, far away from that place. But what if you went out in front of fifty thousand fans? I don't know how many were there. These places hold quite a fit, quite a bit. Um, simply choking. You know, the spotlight was on him. I mean, everybody. And the spotlight guy didn't even jump down and help Everybody him. was watching. That'd be a terrible way. The pronoun everybody is usually defined <laughs> as every person. See, that's the problem you run into when you use a. Uh, I know. No, a, don't talk about this elite system we use here. <laughs> don't don't tell everybody. Just how funny. <laughs> okay. We got a headline here. Arrogant son pushes BMW just given to him into a river because he wanted a Jaguar. So this was sent to us by... And here's the thing. I think this is in India, right? It is. Don't they, ha- don't they have jaguars? Yes. Can he go out and get... Uh, he or, or, maybe, or, or, hop, or hop over the pond over this to was, Africa and pick up a jaguar? This was submitted by Jules Camerzel Clifton, Tony's niece, daughter, something like that. Sister. And, and some guy or some lady named Carrie Walker. Yeah, she's, like she's great. I've been giving her a hard time lately. I noticed. You're, you're hitting Carrie hard on the Facebooks. A kid wanted a jaguar for his birthday. Who doesn't? I, still, on my birthday nowadays, I'm like, that's a big, I would want a, a Jaguar. That's a, that's a big litter box. <laughs> that's what you mean. That's what, you're talking about that, right? Instead, his crappy parents got him a BMW because the Jag was way more expensive, and they figured their child would be happy with the merely incredible luxury car instead of an unbelievable luxury car. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah? I'll take a BMW any day. Abs- I'll take it over a Jaguar in a heartbeat. <laughs> any, any day. Absolutely. We have, we have actually have, we have, I <laughs> said, we actually have friends. We actually have friends <laughs> that have had those. We have one particular, knowing us. We have one particular friend who I know would not want to be mentioned by name, so I'm not going to name him, but he had a Jaguar back in the 90s, I think. And it kept catching on fire going across, driving to California or coming yeah. back from California. They I've find, heard they, terrible things they, about they, it. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Terrible. Um, okay, so so the kid, he did what any responsible kid who was handed a cheaper luxury car than he wanted for his birthday would do. He, he pushed it into a river. 
He's like, take that. I mean, don't get me wrong. If somebody gave me a Jaguar, I'd be like, it's pretty nice. Well, sure. I'd drive it if I was given one, but I wouldn't want one. I don't. I mean, and and when Ford got them, I don't know who owns Jaguar now, but when Ford got a hold of them, I think they look better than they ever did. I think they, I think Ford really did a nice. I've one. never been a fan of Jaguars. I wasn't either, but Ford kind of gave it some sexy curves, kind of gave it a really nice look. And I don't know how good of cars they were, but I thought they looked a lot. They got to be better than what they were. I thought they looked a lot better. I don't know if Ford has them anymore. I don't keep up with that stuff. All right, for what it's worth, this birthday boy in question, some rich kid from India named Akash, Akash, Akash immediately regretted his decision. Apparently, there was something incredibly sobering to this kid about watching $50,000 drift away down the river. That's some good parenting right there. Yeah. That car was almost... Listen to this, Craig. This is a fact that... This is the the travesty right here. The car that he put into the river was almost 50 times what India's per capita household income is, by the way. 50 times what a normal Joe would make. That's insane. So that's truly one of a uh, one of the great rich kid tantrums in recent history, and we've seen a few specifically because how old this kid in question was. Though, you know, it's one thing, Craig, for an eleven year old to lose their cool over getting the wrong gaming system. You know, if you wanted a Nintendo Switch and you got an Xbox, I've, 3, got, I've got a Switch. No, I don't want one. I got one. You know, they they could throw a fit, but it's quite another for someone yeah, old a, enough. A car, yeah. He's got to be what I don't know what the driving age is there. I'm sure it's 16, but he's got to be old enough to drive, you know, to figuratively. I can't say that word. Kick and scream in the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese. What kind of luxury is this guy used to anyway? How many butlers has he gotten into fist fights with? Do you think at his house? How many have quit? I don't know, but if you're a butler in India, you probably wouldn't quit even if you had to punch the kid to, out. To be honest, one. he's kind of acting like the left. A little bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, local said he jumped out of the vehicle just before it reached deeper water, and onlookers helped him to safety. A police official said this youth was arrogant and kept insisting that he was given a Jaguar as a BMW is a little small for him and his friends inside. Do Indians... Did he leave his friends inside when he pushed them in? He left his friends behind. You know why, Craig? They wouldn't dance. (laughs) We would do a preliminary... Oh, wait. We will do a preliminary investigation, but this seems to be a personal matter. We will proceed according to the law. The boy's father said, I want, he sounds just like the police official. I wanted to give my son a birthday present. We could only afford to give him a BMW. Oh, poor thing. While he kept insisting that he be given a Jaguar. He said the vehicle was too small and he thought he would be okay with it. We never imagined he'd do anything like this. It's really sad. Between India and San Francisco, you know what was probably at the bottom of that water, too. What? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Fecal surprise. Now, this comes to us from Carrie Walker. Oh, wait. I I pushed that button way too soon. Uh, Dave Matthews' tour bus dumped 800 pounds of... Fecal surprise. On people. Yes. Now, this happened quite a while back, but the anniversary just passed. So, Carrie, well, we should. Carrie Walker sent us this uh, as an anniversary to the poop dump. She's so nice. <laughs> it's not a proud anniversary or one marked with a precious medal, uh, but it's, a, it's, <laughs> it's, an, it's, it's an anniversary. It's the golden poop anniversary. It's, it's an anniversary nonetheless. 15 years ago Thursday, uh, Dave Matthews' bus infamously dumped 800 pounds of human waste oh. how does a bus full of musicians get 800 pounds worth of that how long have they been in have that you bus? seen what they eat maybe you're right <laughs> <laughs> i bet they've matthews i bet they eat they eat nothing but seeds 
and, 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 <laughs> birds and, and bark. That's what they yeah, yeah, you I'm can sure tell. Uh, they uh, eight hundred pounds of human waste was uh, on a hapless river cruise, uh, floating at exactly the wrong time under the Kinsey Street Bridge. Uh, the boat passengers, including a Chicago Tribune reporter, uh, they were enjoying an open air uh, river cruise. Described a downpour of foul-smelling oh. brownish-yellow slurry, <laughs> slurry. <laughs> that ruined their clothes and made several of them sick. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, on August 8th of 2004. Wouldn't you be? I'd be vomiting, yeah. <laughs> I'd be sicker than crap. <laughs> uh, oh, I see. Wait, hold on a second. Uh, now I know why you're always going, oh, wait a second. got to find the button. Yeah, that's right. Um. The Jam Band's tour bu- The Jam Band's. Really? The band's <laughs> tour bus driver admitted to the dumping and reportedly paid a fine, served one and a half years probation, and performed community service. So when you just pull up to uh, basically back the bus up to the edge of the of the bridge and let the Yeah, let I the, think that's what and happened. And let the bus take a... Yeah. Fecal surprise. I actually think that's what happened. Um... So, let's see, the band known for huge outdoor shows, a string of hits and environmental, that's the irony, and environmental activism, well, they were putting some compost down, later donated 50000 to the Chicago Park District to begin the healing process, according to reports. Time heals all wounds, but nothing gets that smell out of your nose. No, ever. But years later... Uh, Dave Matthew band, Dave Matthews band dumping. Uh, it, I can't even talk. They, uh, I'm just skipping that line. In 2015, uh, someone posted a sign at the scene of the crime to remind the world. In August 2004, at this very location, a Dave Matthews band tour bus dumped 800 pounds of poo on some people. Never forget. These are hashtags. Never forget. Always remember. And the funny thing is, they took a. Downward tumble in popularity after this happened, and I don't know if we're get out in their fan because their fans are you know they're grassy uh, grassy type. He, he, he might have run his course. You can only listen to. And then all he does <laughs> so many times you can only hear it. <laughs> we tease by the way. <laughs> on, on Facebook this week we teased. <laughs> we would. <laughs> that we would have some some new themes as as well as a new format. So here, Craig, is one of our new themes for the next story. Hashtag stupid criminal. That's our new stupid criminal theme. Nice. And the headline is woman. I, I like how if you're not sure what it is, it, yeah, yeah. It, it actually tells you. It's well, like a it's like a listening library. Of you some know sort. what? It's it's a twofer, and I didn't realize that. So. Okay, somebody sent this in too, and I don't remember who, and I apologize. What to say was that chick you like, uh, Carrie? Uh, anyway, headline. I need to tell Carrie. Carrie, we love him, man. We're just messing with you. We do. You're, he, Carrie, he's awesome. He's been with us from the from the start. Carrie's a Carrie's a good guy, but you know you've reached the pinnacle. You know you you you're you're at the summit. You are. You, <laughs> you said he can't get any better. You can't get any better. If you if you get to the point where we're bagging on you this much, you know we love you. Yeah. You know. All right, a Florida woman has pleaded guilty in court to... Oh, did I read the... I didn't read the headline. I'm not sure, but you need to read the headline. A woman pleads guilty to smuggling alligator in her yoga pants. You can't smuggle anything in yoga pants. They're like painted on. It's crazy. A Florida woman has pleaded guilty in court to stashing a foot-long alligator inside her yoga pants and 41 turtles in a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles backpack in violation of state wildlife laws. 
Police caught Ariel Michelle Allen Martian <laughs> LaQuarrie, age 26, with the reptiles. Man, what a name. Wow. Good night. With the reptiles after a routine traffic stop in Florida last May. You, you could just see, like you said, that they, they stick so close to your body. Yes. All these little turtle shapes around her legs and stuff. Like you well, would the see, turtles were in a backpack. Okay, so what was the thing? In, oh, alligator. The alligator. You'd yeah. see like an alligator. You'd see something. Sure. She'd have a weird growth. And it'd be moving. That'd That's be bizarre. Weird. LaCroix has since pleaded guilty to possessing the American alligator, possessing more than one turtle per day, transporting more than one turtle or turtle eggs, and one count of possessing a soft-shell turtle. A judge sentenced her to six months of probation and 200 hours of community service, according to court records. She was Pe- also... People are fanatical about these turtles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we've got a friend that they always go and watch them when they hatch and stuff. Yeah. I, I think that's cool. I love them. Sure. That's so cool. But I watch it on. But but this whole idea of now smuggling them. Yeah. Is, is she's con- got the smugglers greens. Yeah. That's what she's got. It's kind of like smugglers blues, but it's, I was thinking that. Yeah. It's the greens. Like if you cool, be cool for 30 hours, I'll pay you 30 grand. What was it? Pay, something. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. I made up that number, but you get it. She saw a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac is what it was or something. <laughs> Sorry, she my, was also my ordered, favorite button. Also ordered to donate five hundred dollars to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Cons- Conservation Committee. Laquarie is was in the passenger seat of a car when the police pulled the driver over in uh, Ponta Gorda at around three thirty a.m. Craig, it's Devil's Hour, three thirty a.m. Laquarie and the driver claimed they were collecting snakes and frogs from underneath a nearby overpass. Sheriff's deputy searched the car and discovered forty-one three-striped turtles. An officer asked the duo if they had anything else, and LaQuarrie responded by revealing the 30-centimeter-long alligator in her pants. Did you see the story? I don't think we ha- we don't have the story this time, but did you see the guy that got pulled over? He was, or no, he was over on the side of the road trying to repair a, a tire with medical gauze. No. <laughs> no, I did not. And I think it was uh, the reason he got arrested, because there was suspicion of all the stuff he had was stolen. But he's on the side of the road trying to patch a tire <laughs> with, with uh, medical gauze. All right, Craig, we're going to take a quick break. We will be back right after this. Have band theme boxes sent right to your door for just $49 a month. Each curated band box includes two brand new vinyl records by the same popular, critically acclaimed artist, an illustrated track-by-track listening guide, and an exclusive magazine about the featured band or singer. Don't want the records we send you? Exchange them for any title in our catalog. Pause or cancel your subscription anytime. Go to bandboxrocks.com and enter the code WEIRD at checkout to get your first month for half off. And we are back. We weren't gone very long. No, very short. Very short. 30 seconds to be exact. Yeah. All right. We're about I, to I, introduce I just want to. I just want to say right now, yeah. we, we may not survive after this episode. You don't think? Well, that's true. We if, are if we're on, not here. Okay. First of all, we're not going to be here Monday. We're, take, we're taking Monday off. We want you've got a homework assignment. We want you to listen to this episode and see if there's anything you really like or dislike, or if there's something missing that we used to have that you want brought back. First of all, that's your assignment. But saying you need two new hosts does not count. No, no, it does not. Don't do that. You, Although you may need two I mean, new hosts after our first. Okay, let's. First of all, this is a brand new segment we're about to start. It's called the Big Story. So this is the format change that we we talked about. We're going to have uh, the first half of our podcasts from now on will be what you're used well, from to. now on unless you tell us not to right <laughs> if we're going to take a poll anyway 
The second half, we're going to focus on one story, and we're going to dig really deep. We're actually going to put our journalistic caps on and, and do some extra digging um, from from what we don't normally do. But, Craig, go ahead and but tell But it's everybody. still weird. Oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely it's, weird. It's, it's, it's weird. the weirdest you, you, part of weird. You need to explain that this isn't something well, boring. I'm going to let you let you cover what the big story is all about. All right. Well, here's the deal. Okay. Don't you get a little worse than No, no, not until we get to uh, oh, the bottom of this. Oh, yeah. I see. I'm trying to figure this out, too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get it's a brand manual. new for all of us. Hey, so, uh, oh, man, we're going to die. I just know I'm going to die. <laughs> tell my kids and my, my wife I love them. I don't want to be suicided. No, you won't be. No, no, you, you know, you, you, you're starting right here. I'm talking about the big story. Yeah, yeah, but you may start right here. No, no, no. Right you, you may start right. I want you to tell everybody about the big story. Remember? I thought you just did. No, we just talked about it, but go ahead. Go ahead and read. Oh, that's right, because I'm in the, I got you now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ready? Yeah, this, yeah. We're going to figure all this out. Yes, Don't judge us yes. based on this. <clears throat> this is the first time. We are adding. A new segment to Weird, which you just told her. Yeah. You just told her. We talked about that. And I feel like I'm telling what you just told her. Well, do it. Do it. Each week on this podcast, we're going to focus on one weird story that deserves more attention than the usual weird stories we bring you. That's right. This is where we'll bring you conspiracy theories, UFO stories, real life monster stories like the one sitting across from me, <laughs> and just really strange stuff. Now, of course... We're just covering these stories because they're weird. We're not necessarily saying we believe them, so keep that in mind. That's kind of like a disclaimer. It is. We're, we're just we're we're just we're about to read some stuff here in a minute, and I just want you to know that if I, if I suicide myself, it was not me. <laughs> and it's really important to know that we're coming from the B. Larry Studios, way up in Minnesota. B. Larry, yeah, yeah up in the oh, back up Minnesota. Yeah, that's right, eh? and it's 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 not as hot. We moved up here because it was not as hot. Oh yeah, as it was yeah, where yeah. We, And it's undisclosed. That's right. Uh, and if you've got a good story you'd like us to cover for the big story, just let us know. Now, our inaugural big story. Big story. Uh, this week's big story. <clears throat> Craig, you ready? The Clinton body count. We're going to die. We're going to die. We're going <laughs> to okay. die. Okay. So everybody by now is. You creep. <laughs> Get away from me. With, with what was his name? Ep- Epstein? Uh, Jeff Epstein. Jeff Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. W- with his. We call him Jeffy. When he was suicided, you know, it hit the news. It's a new, it's a new person on the Clinton body count. Right. But. To, to be fair, there were a whole lot of people that wanted that guy gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, so we're all we are presenting here is that there is some interesting tidbits. Absolutely. And we are not making this up, so no, please. not at all. All right, the Clinton body count origi- originated uh, with the 1987 Ives-Henry double homicide case and the uh, subsequent violent deaths. Purportedly. Yeah. Of seven witnesses and suspects in that same investigation. And that was a drug smuggling investigation. We're going to talk about that in depth maybe on a later episode. Um, So the drug smuggling continued after this, after these deaths at the MENA airport. And the CIA terminated the uh, Contra supply operation and left Arkansas altogether. Everybody wants to. They're like, I'm not. There's too many people dying. Don't suicide me, bro. All nine murders that were involved in this case took place in the vicinity of, of the MENA. And they all remain unsolved, Craig. And this was 1987. So that's 40 years ago, right? Is my math correct? 41 years ago. That's a long time ago. 42 No, now. no we're talking about 87? Yeah. That was 30 year, 32 years 30, ago. 32. Okay, my math was incorrect. Okay, there were three that were originally ruled suicides out of the nine by the state chief's medical examiner. Uh, law enforcement and prosecutors also participated in this cover-up of all these deaths 
and some were receiving nice pay raises, and all that has been documented. Docu- documented. Documented. You made brother. up a new word. <laughs> but the BCCI in slaw, I like BCCI in my slaw. I just like slaw. <laughs> and a small little rock bank data processing company known as Systematics also figure prominently into the string of unusual deaths. Once in the White House, many premature deaths related to accidents, most likely the result of sabotage, and suicides. Some people say that these suicides were staged. Not us, not us. We we actually think the Clintons are upstanding, fine individuals, don't we? (laughs) Right. Yes, absolutely. I I can't even go that far. No, no, you're right. I don't think that either. (laughs) I can't make myself say that. But I'll stop short of accusing them of anything because I don't want to be suicided. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, these accidents or suicides coincide with investigations into illegal fundraising, since leaving the White House, several witnesses and, and corruption probes have been suicided or met bizarre accidents that killed them only days before giving sworn testimony. Other mysterious deaths are related to the Clinton Foundation and the fundraising. All right. So much of the early work on the subject was done by a journalist named Danny Casalaro, I believe, writing The Octopus. Oh, that was that James Bond movie. <laughs> Um, and Victor Thorne, author of the Clinton murder volume one, uh, both who met suspicious and untimely deaths. How about that? Two people have written books about this conspiracy and they're both dead. Yeah. (laughs) That's scary. Future researchers will build upon their work with the caveat of associated risk. Everything from now on will be anonymous that comes out about this stuff. It has to be. Well, I started getting worried when people were shooting themselves in the back of their own heads like three (laughs) times in a row. Don't get ahead of us. The Clinton body count spawned the neologism. What is neologism? Neologism. Neologism. Arkansas, defined as neither traditional suicide nor homicide, but suicide by two bullets to the back of the head. <laughs> Liberal biased Wikipedia has referred to the Clinton body, can- body count as a conspiracy theory. On, of course they on. would. Let me stop you right there. I've never noticed Wikipedia is leaning one way or the other. No, I never really have either because it's supposed to be like for the people, by the people, kind of edited yeah, by people. Anybody no. can get in there and edit that. Yeah, so well, that's another problem with it. Anybody can get in there. That's true. I strike that, that last <laughs> sentence from the record. Uh, in an attempt to discredit and dismiss it with no attempts by Wikipedia to offer any legitimate proof for its claim of such. Uh, the Clintons have left a <clears throat> allegedly <laughs> left a trail of death and destruction in their wake. Uh, this is who we've lost. Back and wa- up, you creep. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, uh, this is who we've lost and why they were targeted. Uh, we're only going to get highlight these, but we'll cover them more in depth if we're not suicided. In Correct. Episodes. Yes. All the people have been connected with the Clintons in some form or another. This is just a partial list because the number of victims vary from 57 to 140. All deaths are listed chronologically by date. All right. So we're about to uh, discuss a few, just a few of the people who have, uh, who are part of the Clinton body count. Starting. Back up, you creep. Starting with. away from me. (laughs) Susan Coleman. Uh, so rumors were circulating in Arkansas of an affair with Bill Clinton. <gasps> Craig, how does how is how is Monica a little, still alive? Well, a little bit of Monica. <laughs> da, da, da. I knew you were going with that. She was found dead with a gunshot wound. Monica, to the head. no, oh, at seven and a half months pregnant, and her death <laughs> was one of the first apparent suicides on this list. Yeah, uh, Larry Gurin. Maybe that's how you pronounce it. He was killed in February of 87 while investigating the Inslaw case. Kevin Eyes, 
and Ives. D- yeah, Kevin Ives and Don Henry. Now these were the two. Don Henley, not Don Henley. Don Henry. Oh, okay. All right. Initial cause of death was reported to be the result of falling asleep on a railroad track in Arkansas. Now everybody knows about these two. These are like the first two big ones that that made the this list. This is when they were polishing their act. Yeah, this was. Way I mean, back allegedly, in allegedly. All right, the railroad track in Arkansas on August 23rd, 1987. This ruling was reported by the state medical examiner, Fame Malak. Later, it was determined that Kevin died from a crushed skull prior to being placed on the tracks. See, they they exhumed these bodies and discovered the real the facts yeah. behind the death. Okay, Don had been stabbed in the back, and rumors indicated that they may have stumbled upon a Mina drug operation. And then there's Keith Coney. You know, he has the island. Yes, and he also has those great hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on that island. Yeah. Uh, Keith had information on the Ives-Henry deaths. He died in a motorcycle accident in July of 88 with unconfirmed reports of a high-speed car chase. Yeah, that could have happened. Yeah. I mean, motorcycles... They're the cigarettes of transportation. They're going to get you one way or another. One way or the other. Yeah, They're yeah. going to get you, get you, get you, get you. <laughs> All right. Next up on our Clinton body count list. Keith, Alleged. Keith McCaskill. Now, Keith McCaskill, uh, he also had information on the Ives, Henry deaths. He was stabbed to death in November of 1988. And then you got Gregory Collins. He had information on the Ives, Henry deaths. He died from a gunshot wound to the face Ooh. in 89. Jeff Rhodes. He also had information on this same case. His burned body was found in a trash dump in April of 89. He died of a gunshot wound to the head, and there was some body mutilation uh, leading to the probable speculation that he was tortured before being killed. Darn it. <laughs> it's horrible. That is horrible. got to kind of break the monotony there a little bit. Yeah, this, well, is, this is a heavy episode, dude. What's wrong with the atmosphere in the futures? <laughs> something, wrong with the, something wrong with the atmosphere? Uh, James Milam, 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 Milam Lefevre. Uh, Milam had information on the Ives and Henry's death. I don't want to know anything about these deaths. I don't know anything about them. <laughs> this guy, golly. I don't know anything about these guys. I don't. I'm sorry they died, but I have no information to give you. This guy, James uh, Milam, was decapitated. Oh, uh, the state medical examiner Fami Malek. Initially ruled death due to natural causes. <laughs> His so head cruel. popped off. That can happen <laughs> if pressure builds up. So this Fami Malik, his name pops up a few a few times throughout these. Well, deaths. He played Freddie Mercury in the <laughs> in the latest. He was the medical examiner of Arkansas, hired by Go- then Governor Bill Clinton. All right, let's go on down to another one who had information on these on this case, Richard Winters. He was a suspect in the deaths, so he he was actually the police were looking at him, and hey, we looking at, and uh, he was killed in a so called quote unquote robbery in July of eighty nine, which was subsequently proven subsequently. to be a setup. Yeah, subsequently proven to be a setup. That then, one's got proof behind it. Then there's Jordan Kettleson. Kettleson had information, like everybody else, he should have denied he knew anything. Who? Ives and Henry? I don't know. I thought that was a beverage. I thought it was, yeah. I'll have a strawberry (laughs) Ives and Henry, please. (laughs) He was found shot to death in the front seat of his pickup in 1990. All right, Alan Stando. What is it someone had posted on Facebook? I don't care who you are. There ain't nobody you know that's got 50-some-odd people, friends of theirs, that have committed suicide. I mean, that's that's one thing that really makes you scratch your head. Allegedly. Alan Standorf, uh, he was an employee of the National Security Agency in Electronic Intelligence. 
Standorf was a source of information for the Danny Casalero, for Danny Casalero, who was investigating Inslaw, BCCI, and other stuff. Standorf's body was found in the backseat of a car at Washington National Airport on January 31st, 1991. Then there's Dennis Eisman, an attorney. You see the pattern here? Oh, yeah. It's just a never-ending list of people that have allegedly been yeah. they've killed themselves. I'm kind of glad I've never met a Clinton. I'm glad I haven't met an Ives or a Henry. <laughs> I'm glad we're not doing a podcast about any of I'm this. I'm glad we're not putting this out in public. <laughs> I'm glad we moved up here to Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. It's snowing out. Hey, pass me one of those Ives and Henrys. <laughs> Dennis Eisman, an attorney with information on Enslaw, he was found shot to death on April 5th, 1991, exactly one year before I got married. Has okay. no relation to any of that. By now, the way. We, we talked about Alan Standorf, who had information on Danny Casalero. Well, now Danny Casalero has popped up on the list. Oh, no. Yeah, Danny was a freelance reporter and writer who was investigating the October surprise, Enslaw, and BCCI. Now, Danny was found dead in a bathtub in a Sheraton hotel room in Martinsburg, in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Danny was boy, that John Denver's full of crap, man. <laughs> Danny was staying at the hotel while keeping appointments in the D.C. area pertinent to his investigation. He was found with his wrist slashed, at least one, and possibly both of his wrists were cut ten times. It took him ten times to get it right. All this, all of his research materials were missing and have never been recovered. Wow. Victor Razor, not R-A-Z, it's R-A-I-S-E-R. Razor, the national finance co-chair for Clinton for president, he died in an airplane crash. That could happen to anybody. Well. That was 1992. It, it, it I'm, seems trying to, I'm trying to make him think we're not ganging up on him. It seems to be if you're friends with... Back. Up, you <laughs> I get would not. Me. I wouldn't get in a plane if I knew the Clintons. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Some people are saying that uh, Dale Earnhardt uh, Jr. has something on the Clintons. I know he walked away. Luckily. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, who are we up to here? R. Montgomery Riser. R. Kelly. Uh, he was also involved in the Clinton presidential campaign. He died in the same plane crash as Victor. So he may have just been a uh, you know. I don't know. Paul Tully. Uh, spelled two different ways here. Paul Tully. Tully was on the Democratic National Committee. He was found dead of unknown causes in a hotel room uh, in uh, September of 92. No autopsy was ever allowed. He could have just died of a heart attack or been sure. Su- he could have been suicided. Sure. Yes. Ian Spiro. Ian? Oh, Ian. Ian. I said Ian. Ian Spiro. Spiro. Spiro was supporting documentation, or he had supporting documentation for grand jury proceedings on the Inslaw case. His wife and three children were found murdered on November the 1st, 1992, in their home. They all died of gunshot wounds to the head. Ian's body was found several days later in a parked car in the Borjo Desert. Cause of death? He ingested cyanide. Or he had cyanide put into his body What's somehow. What's the Borrego Desert? Borrego. Borrego Desert. You know, that's very dry out there. Or Borjo. That's where the, if you ever go there, you got to take a horse with no name. Well, I've been through the desert once before with a horse with no name. Did it feel good to get out of the rain? Well, see, in the desert, <laughs> there ain't no body, there ain't no one for it to give you no pain. <laughs> unless you're with the Clintons. My mom likes the band America, by the way. What's well, a very American? I like America too. There's a good man. La, All right, but the, la, uh, back, la 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 la. Back to Ian Spiro. The FBI report indicated that Ian had murdered his family and then committed suicide. I don't buy that. 
Yeah, but I'm not going to say no, no. anybody. No, we're I'm, not pointing any fingers No, here. no, I'm just no. saying it's just really, uh, what this really, what we're doing here is we're really just want to explore how unfortunate it is that that many of their friends have killed themselves. <laughs> That's exactly it, Craig. That's all it is. We're sorry. Paula Gober, a Clinton speechwriter, she died in a car accident on December 9th, 92 with no known witnesses. There are a lot of people dying in 92. Yeah. It's a big will for death. A I big mean, year for people, death. I mean, a lot of people died in 92, but this is a lot of people involved with. Next on the list that we're going to cover, Jim Wilhite. Now, Wilhite was an associate of Mac McClarty's former firm. Now, uh, he died in a skiing accident on November 21st, 1992. He also had extensive ties to Bill Clinton, with whom he visited by telephone just hours now, before his to be death. fair about this one, Sonny Bono ran into a tree. Yeah, Liam Neeson's wife. Hey, Sonny ran, Bono was a Republican. And, and, and who? Okay, and, but what about Liam oh, Neeson's on, wife? Let me write down. I got another one to add to the list. <laughs> Back up, you creep. Get away from me. Uh, I love how she says that so robotic. Get away from me. Back up, you creep. You're just going to keep... <laughs> Mine how, sounds better. I can't help is it. Louder. I don't know why this one's so low. I don't know. Anyway, I can still do this and you can't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Willis, Robert Williams, Todd McKeehan, McKeehan, and Conway LeBlue. Darn, you got a whole country band there. Uh Uh-huh. Willis, Williams, McKeehan, and LeBlue died February 28th of 93 by gunfire at Waco. Well, a lot of people died in Waco. (laughs) Yeah. All four were examined by a pathologist and died from identical wounds to the left temple. All four had been bodyguards for Bill Clinton, three oh. while campaigning for president and when he was governor of Arkansas. They were also the only four. What's B? What's BATF? I know what ATA. I know what ATF is. What's BATF? I, I do not know. And agent, they were uh, the only ones that were agents that were killed in Waco. Maybe they're just the one guy that was shooting was really good at hitting people in the left temple. Yeah, it's good. That's some sniper you got there, President yeah. Clinton, Sergeant Brian Haney. Sergeant Tim Sabo. You got a whole group in here, so don't be acting like you didn't have Major big... William Barclay and Captain Scott Reynolds. They all died on May 19th, 1993. All four of them uh, died when their helicopter crashed in the woods near Quantico, Virginia. Reporters were barred from the site, and the head of the fire department responding to the crash described it as saying security <clears throat> was tight with lots of Marines with well, guns. that would be normal, though. A videotape made by a firefighter was seized by the Marines. All four men had escorted Clinton on his flight to the carrier Roosevelt shortly before their deaths. Mm, that, that's circumstantial. I'm gonna, I'm try- All of these are, really. I, I'm tr- I mean, I'm trying it's to, just the amount of I'm circumstantial I'm trying to be evidence. fair. Yeah. So when, his, when their people are maybe actually listening, we're going to have two listeners now, <laughs> and one of them is the Secret Service. Hey, I like it. You found a silver lining. Um... More listeners. The last thing I hear before the trigger. Yeah. You're, my, you're my new listener. Um, I'm just. Still I just glad. want to say that we're just we're. Huh? I'm still glad we're at B. Larry uh, Studios in Minnesota. Oh yeah, we are. Yeah. Darn it! Wait, they're here. <laughs> so um, I don't know how they found us, but they found <laughs> they us. They found us. Darn it! It's the Libyans. <laughs> run, Marty! <laughs> Marty, run! <laughs> okay, go. You made a time machine for the Clintons out of a DeLorean? I figured if you're going to get suicided, Marty, you... Go in style. Go in style. 
And another thing, don't touch the amp. I think there's a short in it. Right now, there's a dark figure listening to this podcast, tapping his <laughs> cigarette on the ashtray saying, laugh it up. Fuzzballs. Yeah, laugh it up, fuzzballs. Um... So uh, this guy, John Crawford, is that where I am? Joan Crawford? John Crawford. What? <laughs> John Crawford. Crawford, an attorney with information on Enslaw. I keep talking about slaw. I'm hungry. I do. Uh, he died from a heart attack in Tacoma. Uh, well, he was on his way to Tacoma, and he was going to hit Philadelphia, <laughs> All the way Atlanta. Down well, yeah, he was going to Philadelphia and Atlanta, and then Pennsylvania, I think, the, right? No, L.A. I oh, think. L.A. He's going to okay. go to L.A. Yeah. Anyway, he died of a heart attack, which is really I can't really pin on anybody other nah. than maybe this is bad decisions john wilson this guy was found dead from apparent hanging suicide on may the 18th of 93 now he was a former washington dc council member and he claimed to have a lot of info on whitewater you don't say whitewater if you you just you did don't oh dang it i gotta back up <laughs> <Darn it. laughs> what's that red dot on my face <laughs> there's four of them what <laughs> what what darn it the joy that your wife has brought from that <laughs> <swear>. one line. <laughs> She's more famous than we are. <laughs> uh, let's see. Paul Wilcher. I think he was the voice of Tigger. <laughs> the wonderful thing about Thufine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's terrible. I was the only one that was. <laughs> Way to go, Bill. Does that make him a, a woozle or whatever? My tail is full of the springs. I sprang right <laughs> off the mountain. <laughs> spring right off the side of the hotel. <laughs> Paul Wilcher, a lawyer who was investigating drug running out of Mena, Arkansas, and who was also sought to expose the October surprise, uh, BCCI and Inslaw, he was found in his Washington apartment dead of unknown causes. Again, the only ones I'm really going to take issue with are people that can shoot themselves multiple times in the back of the head. That, right. that, well, let's that's, talk about that's that. That's not even good the next that, one, that actually gives a bad name to hitmen. The next everywhere. body on our list, everybody knows. This one's a biggie. Vince Foster. Now, he was a White House deputy counsel and a longtime personal friend of Bill and Hillary. He had double duty there. Mm. Now, he was found on July the 20th, dead of a gunshot 1993. wound. 1993. Dead of a gunshot wound to the mouth. The death was ruled suicide, but many different theories are on this case already. Um, so... We're gonna get. We're gonna have a, a special Vince Foster episode eventually, but until then, just know that. Then we got John Parnell Walker. Oh, Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker, an investigator for the RTC, who was looking to, into the linkage between Whitewater and Madison SNL bankruptcy. He quote unquote fell from the top <laughs> of the Lincoln Towers building. Now, see that his head was full of the stuffy. I thought I could this is terrible. People are dying all around us, and you're well, la- you're making jokes. Well, I figured, Marty, if you're <laughs> going to jump off of something, make it do a style. All right, let's see. Stanley Herod. No, Stanley Heard and Steve Paul, Dickinson. Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley Heard what? <laughs> He's only got one ear. <laughs> Wait. Stanley Heard. <laughs> Stanley Heard and Steve Dixon. They were members of the Clinton Healthcare Advisory Committee. They died in a plane crash on September 10th, 1993. I did not kill those people. I don't care what Stanley heard. <laughs> yeah, Paul Stanley heard out of his one ear. <laughs> Jerry Luther. Attaboy, Luther. Parks. 
Parks was the chief of security for Clinton's national campaign headquarters I wasn't in expecting Lo- an attaboy Luther. <laughs> Okay. I, I think that I need that sound bite. Yeah. Attaboy, Luther! Yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite movies That's of all time. That's a great time. movie. Uh, one more peep out of you, Wise and I'm going to buddy a necktie. There's a classic throwback. Oh, my gosh. Oh. If you've ever got... I'm gonna, we're going to break this, Monotony. Before we're suicided here, yeah. watch Don Knotts, The Ghost of Mr. Chicken. I love that movie. Such a classic. Yeah. So I may go home and watch that tonight, even. Or at least I'm going to say I'm going to, but I'm not. Um, so Jerry Luther Parks was the chief of security for the Clinton's national campaign headquarters in Little Rock, gunned down in his car on September 26, 1993, near the intersection of, of Chenal, is it Chenal Park? Chanel. Chanel. Was it Chanel? Chanel. Chanel? I think it's Chanel. Haas and Pfeffer Corporated. <laughs> <laughs> Parkway. Shamil. <laughs> he was gunned down at the intersection of Shamil Shlamazel. Uh you okay? Yeah. I just combined the two of them. Shamisel. Shamisel. Shamasel. Hurry up. We're getting loopy. Parks, <laughs> this was, sh- this Parks was shot through the rear window of his car. How the was that assailant suicide? then pulled around to the driver's side of his car and shot him three more times with a nine. Oh, dang. That's nine a, millimeter. That's a chunk of lead right there. Darn it. Um, his family reported that shortly before his death, they were being followed by unknown persons. Nobody knew these people. No, they were nobody knew them. They were even people that knew them didn't know them. No, no. And their home had been broken into despite a top quality alarm system. <laughs> Not that top quality. <laughs> uh, Parks had been compiling a dossier on Clinton's illicit activities. The dossier was stolen and has never been found. All right, next up, Ed Wiley. Now he was a Clinton fundraiser. He died of a self. A quote unquote self inflicted gunshot wound on November thirtieth, nineteen ninety three. His death came the same day his wife Kathleen was uh, <coughs> she was, a, she was assaulted. assaulted in, in an the, inappropriate way in the White House by Bill allegedly. Clinton. I'm not. I wasn't there. I'm just. That's what they say. I don't want to be suicided for saying something. Ed Wiley, W I L L E Y. Look him up. Then there was Gandhi Ball. What a name. <laughs> Ball was uh, Lassiter's attorney and committed suicide on January 8th of 94. His um, his or her, what's Gandhi? Is that a girl or a guy? I don't know. I guess it could be. That's a gender bender name. Um, their partner committed suicide exactly one month later on February 8th of 94. Gandhi, my darling. There's a lot to go through bad. here. This is going on for like another That's like. That's the big story. All right. Herschel Friday. He was a member of the president. His girl Friday. He was a member of the presidential campaign finance committee. He died in an airplane explosion on March the 1st, 1994. We got to speed this up. We're going to be here for like the marathon 12 hours. It's a hours. big story, man. It is a big story. Ronald Rogers, uh, he died on, in uh, March of uh, 94, just prior to releasing sensitive information to a London newspaper. Cause of death, undetermined. Kathy Ferguson, a 38-year-old hospital worker whose ex-husband is a co-defendant in the Paula Jones sexual harassment lawsuit. She had information supporting Paula Jones' allegations. She died of an apparent suicide on May the 11th, 1994, from a gunshot wound to the head. Bill Shelton uh, was an Arkansas police officer. He was found dead in this apparent, uh, of an apparent suicide uh, on Kathy Ferguson's grave. That was his girlfriend. Uh, this, quote-unquote, suicide was the result of a gunshot wound to the back of the head. Most people who kill themselves, yeah. I don't think they shoot themselves in the back of the head. You've got to be talented to do that. Next up. Oh, I think if you're going to kill yourself, Monty. <laughs> Next up. Do it with style. Stanley Huggins. 
He he's a, he was a big he was a hugger. Yeah, he was. Huggins was forty six. He was the principal in a Memphis law firm which headed up a nineteen eighty seven investigation into the loan practices of Madison Guarantee Safety and Loan. Stanley died in Delaware in July. So much of for the safety part. Reported cause of death was a viral pneumonia. Well, it might have been true. Could I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm not we're just reporting the list. Yeah, Paul Olson, a federal witness in investigations to drug money corruption in Chicago politics. Paul had just finished two days of FBI interviews when his plane ride home crashed, killing Paul and 130 others. That's extreme. That's taking a lot of people out. That is. Uh, they reported the paper reported that. Uh, the FBI suspected that a bomb had brought down the plane. But, I mean, if you're... Okay, wait a second. Let's slow down, because you, you, I see what you're saying. How many people, Craig, do you know that have died in plane crashes? A lot. No, personally. How many personally? Zero. This is about the fourth plane crash we've had on this list. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you also don't know that many people that have killed themselves. No, I don't. I know... I know... I can count on one hand. I can I count on one hand how many people I know yeah, that killed themselves. Same here. Yeah. All right. And I don't even have hands. All right. So that was Paul Olson. Next up is. I don't know what that means. It doesn't mean anything. You can't play the piano. I know that. Darn it. Calvin Walraven, a 24-year-old. He was a key witness against Jocelyn Elder's son's drug case. Walraven was found dead in his apartment with a gunshot wound to the head. Tim Hover, a Little Rock police spokesman, said no foul. He just kind of floated there. No foul play was suspected. Alan G. Witcher. He's a witcher. Oversaw Clinton's Secret Service detail in October 94. He was transferred to the Secret Service field office in Marah building in Oklahoma City. Uh, whatever warning was given to the BATF agents in that building did not reach him, who died in the bomb blast of April 1995. So they got everybody else, or <coughs> everybody else got out of the building except him. He might have been in the toilet. I'm or just something. saying. Dwayne Garrett. He died July 26, 1995. He was a lawyer and a talk show host, Craig. That's kind of like a podcast host. Oh, crap. I know. KG. Dude, the longer we read this list, the more uncomfortable I get. KGOAM in San Francisco. Dwayne was the campaign finance chairman for Diane Feinstein's run for the Senate and was a friend of fundraiser of Al Gore. Garrett was under investigation for defrauding investors in Garrett's failed sports memorabilia venture. I remember this this one too. There was a lot of talk of a deal to evade prosecution, so he was he was he was going to spill the beans on something to get out of this lawsuit that he was involved in. He spilled the beans on July twenty sixth. He canceled an afternoon meeting with his lawyer because he had to meet some people at the San Francisco airport. Three hours later, he was found floating in the bay under the Golden Gate Bridge. I'm guessing he wasn't floating on his back with a little tiki drink. No, he was not. Ron Brown, the Commerce Secretary, died on April 3rd, 1996, in an Air Force jet carrying Brown and 34 others. Another plane crash. Yep, Yep. including 14 business executives on a trade mission to Croatia. This is one of the first ones I remember that made me kind of raise my eyebrows. Yeah, Yeah, I think when you start putting two and two together, as as a lot of people do. I get four most of the time. (laughs) Like we just did, you know. That's a lot of plane crashes for somebody to, for for a single person to, to know. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. They're saying they're saying pilot errors and whatever. Keep, yeah, keep moving. We got a long list here to get through. All right, Charles Mesner, he died uh, following Ron Brown's death. John Hung Huang was placed. Huang? Oh no, it was it was it was what was it? John 
<laughs> was placed on a Commerce Department's contract that allowed him to retain his security clearance by Charles Mesner. Charles Manson? Shortly thereafter, Mesner died in a, in a crash of a small plane. That's the sixth that I've counted plane crash on this list. He was an Assistant Secretary of Commerce for International Economic Policy. Well, then there's William Colby, the cheese king of I Wisconsin. Yeah. 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 Retired CIA director was found dead after his wife reported him missing. He apparently decided to go on an impromptu canoeing excursion and never returned. That's what gets him every time. Those, yeah, those, those impromptu canoes. canoeing excursions. He uh, uh, had just started writing for Strategic Investment Newsletter. Uh, what? He had yeah. just started writing for Strategic Investment Newsletter. Worried many in the intelligence uh, community. So he was he was a he was known as a very honest journalist. What's that? <laughs> we don't know him anymore. Colby's past history of divulging CIA secrets uh, in the past were well known. Strategic investor had covered the Vince Foster suicide and had hired handwriting experts to review Foster's suicide notes. Admiral Jeremy Borda. He died on May 16th, 1996, after he went home for lunch and decided to shoot himself in the chest. By one report, he did it twice. Yeah, he did twice. Rather than be interviewed by Newsweek magazine that afternoon. So that's kind of fishy. The hard part is that it's reloading. <laughs> yes. Explanations you- for Borda's suicide focused on a claim that he was embarrassed over two Valor pins he was not authorized to wear. Then there's one Lance Herndon. Yep. 41-year-old computer specialist and prominent entrepreneur who received a presidential appointment in 1995, uh, died August 10th of 96 under suspicious circumstances. He appeared to have died from a blow to the head. Uh, police said no weapons were found at his mansion. He could have fallen down the steps, according to Mr. Herndon. Uh, I'm sorry, adding that Mr. Herndon had not been shot or stabbed, but uh, there was plenty of time for that to happen still. Neil Moody died on August 25th. Well, he probably, yeah, he, with his attitude. Of 1996, following this, following Vince Foster's murder, Lisa Foster married James Moody, a judge in Arkansas, uh, in January of 96. Near the, near the time Susan McDougall first went to jail for contempt, Judge Moore's son, Neil, died in a car crash. There were other reports that Neil Moody had discovered something very unsettling among his stepmother's private papers and was threatening to go public with it prior to uh, the beginning of the Democratic National Convention. He was alleged to have been talking to Bob Woodward, uh, you know. He was a great game show host. Of the Washington Post about a blockbuster story. Witnesses said they saw... Wait, 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 wait. Was it about that deal where you could buy, you rent three (laughs) movies and get like a popcorn bucket free? Witnesses said they saw Neil Moody sitting in a car arguing with another person just prior to his car suddenly speeding off out of control and hitting a brick wall. You know, uh, his wife, after he died, what she went through. Moody Blues. This is a serious topic, Craig. This is a big story. <clears throat> Just trying to show those Clintons we can be fun, too. <clears throat> As we report from Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> As we, oh, I said the city. Uh, oh, oh, no. Oh, I, what he meant to say was uh, Sheboygan, Just, Wisconsin. Just in Minnesota, really. Or Minneapolis. What? what? Go it, ahead. Uh, we're somewhere on the earth. Somewhere on this great, vast, flat earth. Barbara Wise, a 14-year Commerce Department employee, was found dead and partially naked in her office. She was probably changing clothes, hit her head. Uh, she worked in the same section as John Huang, 
officially she said to have died of natural causes. I mean, and some of these really could have been natural sure, causes. Sure. It just sure just happens to be. Let me just say these natural causes are happening enough that I don't want to be friends with the Clintons. Doug Adams, I love his books. Yeah, well, I was going to say his comic strips are really good too. Didn't he do uh, uh, what's that uh, Dilbert guy? I don't know, but Dilbert uh, was found with a bludgeon to death. <laughs> Doug died January the seventh of nineteen ninety seven. He was an attorney in Arkansas who got involved trying to help the people who were being swindled out of their life savings. I remember when this happened too. Adams was found in his vehicle with a gunshot wound to his head in Springfield, Missouri, hospital parking lot. Wow. Wow. Mary, we're almost through this list. Yeah. It's crazy how much is on this list. And just think, Craig, this is a very partial list. I know. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start kind of like hitting the highlights on these. Go ahead. <clears throat> Here we go. <clears throat> Mary C. Mahoney, 25, murdered at the Georgetown Starbucks coffee bar over the 4th of July of the 1997 weekend. Um, she was the former White House intern who worked with John Huang. Apparently, she knew Monica Lewinsky and her encounters with Bill Clinton, although not verified. It has been said that Lewinsky told Linda Tripp that she did not want to end up like Mahoney. And well, she, she hasn't. She hasn't. That no. makes me think that, that this may be a bunch of bit. Well, I don't know. Whatever. Bill really liked her. All right. Ronald Miller suddenly took ill on October 3rd, 97, and steadily worsened until his death nine days later. That sounds to me like, like someone who's dying. nicotine poison. <laughs> yeah, or just somebody who's dying. Or ricin is what they, ricin, they claim. Yeah. It fits the ricin poisoning. Owing to the strangeness of the illness, doctors at the hospital referred to the matter to Oklahoma State Medical Examiner's Office, the Oklahoma, and then they promptly ran, promptly ran tests on samples of Ron's blood but has refused to release the results to even confirm that the tests were ever completed. HIPAA compliance. Now, he had been investigated. Not sure when HIPAA kicked in, but. He had been investigated by authorities over the sale of his company, the Cage Corporation, to Dynamic Energy Resources. That's Gage. Oh, I'm sorry. Gage. Uh, No, 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 no. We were talking about some guy at the Cage Corporation. Yeah, that's right. Uh, He was the man who, who tape recorded Gene and Nora Lum and turn those tapes and other recordings over to the Congressional Oversiders investigators. Oversiders? You just yeah. made that up. The Lums were Tonight's sentenced- band name, The Oversiders. Can I do that still? No, we don't do band names. Yeah, anymore. we do. I just did. The Lums were sentenced to prison for campaign finance violations using straw donors to conceal the size of their contributions to various candidates. Indeed, Dynamic Energy Resources, Inc. had hired Ron Brown's son, Michael, solely for the purpose of funneling $60,000 through him to the Commerce Secretary. Sandy Hume. Sandy, my darling. Sandy. I wonder Sandy. She, I wonder she drowned. She I wonder if she knew Gandy. I don't know, but Sandy, Sandy drowned at the beginning of the movie. On Sunday, February 22nd, 1998, Sandy Hume, the 28-year-old... Um, Sandy was a guy. I don't know. Oh, man, it's gender bender. Um, 28-year-old son of journalist Brit Hume. Oh, oh, I did not realize this. I didn't either. Was reportedly found dead in his Arlington, Virginia home, aside from the statement that it was an apparent suicide. There remains a play uh, remains in place a total total media black. Well, the guy's a journalist blackout for the story, possibly out of concern. The actual facts will not withstand public scrutiny worked uh, for Hill magazine about Congress for Congress uh, and Jim McDougal. Everybody knows Jim McDougal. Bill and Hillary Clinton, friend, banker and political ally sent to prison for 18 felony convictions. Now, he was a key whitewater witness. He died of a heart attack on March 8th, 98. And as of this uh, podcast time, allegations that he was given an injection have not been denied or confirmed. Hmm. Yeah. Johnny Lawhon, he's self-furniture here in Nashville. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
29 died in 1998. Uh, the Arkansas transmission specialist who discovered a pile of whitewater documents in the trunk of an abandoned car on his property. And ter- I think I would set that car on fire and walk off. I never saw anything. Never saw anything. Nope. Um, and he turned him over to star was killed in a car wreck two weeks after McDougal death, the McDougal death. Um, you know, that's Craig. That's, that's the problem with a lot of these people. They should have just, I mean, maybe he, he didn't know what he had. Maybe probably. he thought it was his duty to turn those over to, to the news or something. I don't know. Next up, Charles Wilburn Miller, age 63, was found dead of a gunshot wound to the head on November 17th, 1998, in a shallow pit about 300 yards from his ranch near Little Rock. Uh, police found a 410 gauge shotgun near Miller's body and a Ruger 357 caliber revolver submerged in water. They concluded that... You, you, by the way, you can't keep them that way. That's not good for them. No, it's not. Don't leave your guns submerged no, in no. water. They concluded that Ruger... The, that the Ruger was the weapon used by Miller to kill himself, yet two rounds in the handgun cylinder had been spent. Two. So anyway, he had long served as executive vice president and member of the board of directors for a company called Alltel and was deeply involved in his own software engineering company until the day he died. Alltel is the successor to Jackson Stevens Systematics, the company that provided the software for the White House's Big Brother database system that was behind the administration's plan to develop the secret computer clipper chip to bug every phone, fax, and email transmission in America. Like the firm. Yes. Did you read that? Yeah. That's a good book. That is a good book. The movie was, well, no, wait, wait, wait. It's a good book to the last chapter or so. It got lazy at the end. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. But the movie was not good. Nah. Anyway, we got two more people. Yeah. I just want you to know you're, you're, there's light at the end of the tunnel here. If, you're, if, you've, if you've met the Clintons, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Don't go to it. <laughs> Stay away from the light. <laughs> Back up, you creep. Get away from Back me. up, you creep. <laughs> Carlos Giolotti, 42, was found dead in his home just outside Washington, D.C. On April 28th of 2000, there's no sign of a break-in or a struggle um, at the firm of Infrared Technology where he badly, where the badly decomposed body of him was found. He had not been seen for several weeks. You think somebody would have checked with him, especially since it was an office apparently. Yeah. Um, commercial cleaning companies may have been contacted in order for the offices to be clean. What about called Surf Pro? You know, it's like it never happened. Right. Um, uh, he was a thermal imaging analyst hired by the House Government Reform Committee to review tape of the siege uh, said he'd what siege are we talking about? Waco. Here? The Waco siege. Yeah. Uh, said he determined the FBI fired shots on April 19th, 93. The FBI has explained the light burst uh, on infrared footage as reflections of sun rays on shards of glass or other debris that littered the scene. I concluded, he talks pretty good for a dead guy. I concluded this based on the ground view videotapes taken for uh, from several different angles simultaneously. Uh, and based on the overhead thermal tape, he told the Washington Post last October. Well, not last October. Yeah, yeah. Um, the gunfire from the ground is there, without a doubt. He said the tapes also confirmed the Davidians fired repeatedly at the FBI agents during the assault, which ended when flames raced through the compound. They set the place on fire themselves. They did. There's video of that. Uh, about 80 Branch Davidians perished that day, some from the fire, others from gunshot wounds. 
Mark Corallo, a spokesman for the Congressional Committee chaired by uh, Representative Dan Burden, Republican of Indiana, said the police found the business cards of a committee investigator in Giuliani's office. Corallo said he... Uh, I'm going to have to say his name one more time. Gigliotti. <laughs> Gigliotti. One Gigliotti, more time. One more time. Say it one more time. You done messed up now, A.A. Ron. <laughs> the last person he on worked the list. Oh, for sorry. the committee. Uh, his work for the committee committed some time, uh, ended some time ago. Which brings us to Tony Moser, age 41. He was killed as he crossed the street in Pine Bluff, Arkansas on June the 10th of 2000. Now, he was killed 10 days after being named a columnist for the Democrat Gazette newspaper and two days after pinning a stinging indictment of political corruption in Little Rock. Police have concluded that no charges will be filed against the unnamed driver of a 1995. Well, they, can, they have to put something in the name field on the paperwork. And Chevrolet has, pickup. Can't actually do that. Which hit Moser as he was walking alone in the middle of unlit Reinhardt Road. More like Mosey. About 10, 10 p.m. Police say they've ruled out foul play and will file no charges against the driver because he was not intoxicated and there was no sign of excessive speed. So there you go. That's the big Clinton list. If you have an idea for a big story, let us know. Comment yeah. or message us on Facebook and tell us what you like and what you disliked about Weird. Be nice. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to make this podcast the best it can be, and we would do welcome as much podcast feedback as we can get. <clears throat> that that sound like a minute. Yeah, that's about a minute. Let me, no, I, no, I meant it. Oh, no, no, okay, yeah. Not about a minute. I just, I'll try it again. Let me see if I can put on my real sincere face. Ready? <clears throat> Go ahead. <clears throat> Please let us know what you think about our big story. Comment or message us on Facebook and tell us what you like and what you dislike about the podcast. We're trying to make a podcast the best it can be and welcome as much feedback as we can get. Please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> All right, we'll be back next Friday. Um, we're not going to be here Monday because you've got homework to do and we're going to wait and see how well you guys do, but we will be back Friday. And we do want to really emphasize that I'm sure the Clintons are swell people. Uh, we, 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 we're just saying, I'm saying, we're just saying that we're just, we're just reporting the text in front of us. We don't, we don't have an opinion. Yeah. And boy, it sure is chilly out here. It sure is chilly out here in Minnesota. I wonder how the weather is in Tennessee, Craig. I don't know. Man, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, we're going to be moving so much. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be all over the place. That's our new format, actually, is that we're going to be reporting from different areas. <laughs> hey, Pops, we're back. Help. Creep.